Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Vaya Let's get the neighbors Hello, it's Neighbours We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast We recap episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours it's our form of self-care <laughs> as adult women. I'm Vaya. I have trouble suspending disbelief. CJ, the hot mess mum, is here. Hello. And a fellow non-hot mess mum. <laughs> I feel like the opposite of the hot mess mum. Geordie Lucas is here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, coming to my house and having I mean, me. Oh, ha- thanks for having us. The Mobile Pirate Net Studios <laughs> set up here. <laughs> In your domain, which, I mean, Summer's probably already got a set of equipment. I would say, yes, she would, definitely. To set up. Everyone knows Geordie Lucas as Summer Hoyland, Summer Mm 2.0. Yes. We know her, you as well, from Mm -hmm. itsallher.com and the podcast, the Instagram, the website, the empire. And I feel like this is false pretenses, me getting here to talk about neighbours, because I just actually want to know how you have it all together. Oh, I do not. You do? I absolutely do not. You no, do. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> I am a hot mess. How? Cause, no, okay. Well, you, I know that social media is different, mm. but I can't get it. I can't even get it together for social media. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight reel is, is yeah. complex. Yeah. Well, but yeah. do you know how hard it is to put together a highlight reel? Mm. How do you? Tell me, Jordy, how do you? I have a lot of help. So my parents are extremely hands-on with my daughter. So that makes things a lot easier. Mm. I would not be able to do what I do without my parents. Um, My husband's really supportive. My kid is quite easy as well. Like she's a... She's a really easy child, so that (laughs) probably makes it easier as well. She looks like um, uh, David and Leo's... The children, Abigail and I, oh, yeah. I feel like she'd be the same genre of child. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's just easygoing most of the time, not all the time, which makes my life easier. But I get very overwhelmed and okay. like all mums, overstimulated and the whole ADHD okay, thing is, yeah, <laughs> I just, I do, I can promise you. Because I feel like we are the same parenting age because, mm. you know, we've got a preschoolers. Yeah. So when I see you put out content, I'm like, oh, how's she doing this? I've got a <laughs> child on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time it's because my parents have got my daughter or great. she's at kinder. It's not. <laughs> I do not have it together, I can assure you. Okay, great, good. <laughs> I think we're all lying. We've all got it together in a way, don't we? Oh, I no. Think I think there's little <laughs> bits that we all nail and then there's the bits that just are never going to be okay, but I think that's fine. I do, my son's at school, mm-hmm. so it's like the hours are longer yep. and it suddenly becomes a little bit easier, I think. Yeah. And then there's other things, you know, what, mm. what do they say, big kids, big problems. So yeah. other things come on board. But social yeah. social yeah. dynamics. Yeah. yeah. I say this as like the age person of like four extra years of parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I love that CJ had one kid. We've all got one child yeah. each. Mm-hmm. And I love that when you lean into motherhood, parenthood, like as, as soon as I had a baby, I was like, that's a busy mother mm. I you know and it doesn't matter that there's only you've only got one kid like some people have four or five kids and mm. they're parenting experts but you're like nah done it once I know all yeah. there is yeah. I <laughs> honestly don't know how people do it with more than one or two though no I like no the thought clue. of having three or four children gives no. me you know the beginnings of a panic attack yeah. I, saw, I met someone yesterday who had three and she was holding one like one strapped to her and there was an older one swinging off the monkey bars and the middle one and I was just looking at her like what what What's happening right now? 
But then part of me thinks, do you actually become less anxious because you've just got to let go? Mm. If you if you have that many, does it actually become easier? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and people say that you go to the one that needs you mm. in that oh, moment. Okay. And, but to me it's like how do you develop that sense of knowing who needs you? Yeah, yeah. because I feel like – Am, am I not always me? Mm. <laughs> triage. Yeah. Triage. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, well, this is for a different genre of podcast. This yeah. is go to Geordie's podcast. It's all her. And there's more conversations like this. Lots of amazing interviews. Lots of interviews with Neighbours alum as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I've had um, Monique mm-hmm. uh, recently who played Priya Kapoor. Icon. Icon. Yeah. Carla Bonner's on there. Val. Um, yeah. <gasps> Valentina. Yes. Well, I love that you've maintained that relationship. Yeah. Since the Tash summer days. Yeah. Her, um, Val, Ash, Gemma and I are in touch. Beautiful. You know, so yeah, very special. So to dial it back for a second with summer, mm-hmm. summer came in, I will never forget that original summer got written off to, be, to go to piano school to mm. become a, a musical prodigy. Yep. <laughs> Only neighbours can do that. No. Yeah. And I remember because it, it was called the Gillard School and, mm-hmm. and I'm like pre-Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where was it? CJ, where do you reckon it was? It was Sydney? Oh, oh. Sydney or Brisbane? Oh, I was going to say New York. Oh. But Sydney makes a lot more sense. And, and, I feel and like everyone goes to Sydney. Yeah, Sydney or, or, or Goldie sometimes. Yeah, course, yeah. sometimes but yeah. for, for prestige, you go to Sydney. Mm. Yeah. yeah. To, play, to become a lounge singer in Lasseter's Gold Coast, you go to Queensland. That's <laughs> where Madison Robinson ends up. But um, Summer came back mm-hmm. and. You were involved in some big action sequences. Did you have? Do you have standout plot points f- that you were excited to be a part of? I mean, the house fire was amazing yes. to be a part of. Just purely to see the behind the scenes of how they put something like that together, mm-hmm. seeing it in real life being put together, and then actually seeing how they edit it, and um, you know, watching it on TV was amazing mm-hmm. to be a part of. Is there more pressure on days like that where you're like, oh, they've only got one take of me running out of the burning building or... Yeah, I think so. And because there, there's so many more hands on deck on set on those days, so, and everyone, you know, budget conscious mm-hmm. that, you know, we don't want to run overtime, we don't want to have to get people back for for other shooting days. So there is more pressure mm-hmm. on those days, especially weather as well. Like, you know, if it starts raining halfway through, it's not going to match. Mm-hmm. So there is, there is a bit of pressure mm-hmm. to get it right. And then when they dropped you back in for this year, 2023, mm. it's another action-packed day. Yeah. With a cast of thousands and stunts. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing to be back. It was truly like stepping back in time. And I like I walked into the green room mm. one day and um, Lucinda Cowden, who plays Melanie, said to me, welcome home. And I was oh. like, oh, oh. it is. <laughs> it is like coming home. Like it, it really just felt like, yeah, walking back oh. home. She's, She's heaven. Mm. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Yeah. And a oh, couple of important things we need to note with Summer. She had a show on Pirate Net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And involved in Erinsborough News. Yes. So the journalistic thread has continued even when the journalism – Industry has fallen apart. <laughs> Some is still part of it. Yeah. She's somehow a successful broadcaster, podcaster, journalist. My favourite part was, so your character comes mm-hmm. back in because the school 
Because Irene might rise yeah. is the problem. Irene rising than a nursing home, that retirement community experience. Yes. 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 And the school experience. Is, yeah, yeah. It's an experience. Yes. Good point. Good point. <laughs> um, but the school, not going to rise. So mm-hmm. summer's going to come back and save it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favourite part is that – so there's a protest set up mm-hmm. and you've got like like a little show to go with your live – podcast so i think you've got like a pull-up banner oh yeah yeah and like a chair and it was like a whole setup like you were at a conference mm. i loved it but you're at a school and the outside. and the chair with summer written on it in yeah God. yes <laughs> great yeah, yeah look strap in because i we're gonna do a lot of deep diving <laughs> into this podcast setup i have i have questions we can probably hop into them now mm. and we'll go back and forth in time but i wanted to know geordie is do you think that it's a, is it a commercial radio show that she's got? Because it's Rise FM. Yeah, so mm. it sounds uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> not commercial. I thought you were going to go the other way. Because <laughs> I put it to a friend of the pod, Triana Butler, who does a show on Joy, Sound of Now. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, look, that the Canva art on that hoarding looks a little bit community radio. Yeah. But still profesh, like, yeah. you know, some community setups don't have that. Can't yeah. just walk in with a marquee and a producer. Yeah. Producer. Yeah, yeah we, she had a producer there mm. with her. She had the whole setup. Bit of a hands-off producer, I've got to say. And <laughs> Aaron was on a run and he said, <laughs> I know. Summer's gone mine. You've got people exercising, listening to, yeah. yeah. Must listen yeah. content. It was, yeah, when I saw that scene, I thought that was quite funny that, he was like, guys, Summer Hoyland. Pulls out his AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That was the best. Um, I love that you just put your, your coffee on your phone. Yeah. That's an amazing <laughs> hack. <laughs> just coaster wherever yeah. you go. Um, yeah, that, and then they were all in the – I mean, Harold's listening in. Mm-hmm. Okay, about the producer. So Summer descends on Erinsborough High. Firstly stops at a Harold's to get a coffee. Yeah. Mm. And then descends on the school because there's going to be a protest brewing. And then – has a producer but then has just the locals canvassing for interviews. I thought that was the producer dropping the ball there. Totally. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, you're right. The producer really wasn't very um, – she wasn't on the ball that day, was she? Although, I mean, it is a good use of someone else's time to go, can you sort through the riffraff mm. and find me the good interviewers, the good talkers? Yeah. Because I don't have time to deal with you people. Outsourcing queen. <laughs> yeah. And so they get. Let's run through the the, the returnees that got little interview yes. moments, and that you had Brett Stark, mm-hmm. who looked ripe for a protest. Like, totally, he looks like he's a full time protester. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> loves a protest. Yeah, Brett talked to you about how amazing he was with yeah. his career, married in, and living in Africa. Yeah, and, and <laughs> really connected to Susan, like me and my teacher Susan. Yeah, I know. Really bonded in Africa. I'm like, can you? This is going on air, Brett. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like. Wait a second, D- does Susan think of you? Because I don't think so. <laughs> it reminded me, when I was in year 10, I went on an exchange trip to France and it, I was anxious and stressed and homesick the whole time and the family I was with had seven children and um, they weren't coping. And then my teacher that was hired to look after all of us, my English teacher, like in her own host family, felt so sorry for me. She came and took me to Disneyland. <laughs> But she accidentally left her scarf with me and then I went to bed cuddling it because it, oh, it, so it reminded me of someone that I knew. Yeah, and it was it was really <laughs> depressing. And it, anyway, I, re- I related to Brett in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, wa- I wonder what the version of Disneyland that Susan took him to was. 
She took him to a savannah. <laughs> well, it was actually because I was talking to Brett because his real name is Brett. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Um, it was it was a a collaboration with World Vision, that, and they actually did shoot in Africa. Wow. Oh my god! Yeah. So no wonder it stuck with him. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It actually did happen. And they, like, him and Susan went to Africa and it was, like, this world vision. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's walking the walk. Mm -hmm. I love it. We had a beautiful appearance from Michelle Scully, Kate Kelty. Yes. Who's had the health struggles recently and it was so lovely to see Mm. her and doing so well. Yeah. And now, did you have cross paths with her back in the day? No. No. Because you have a connection. Her mum... Lynn Scully mm. is Nan, is yes. your step-nan. Yes. So you had a familial connection but you yes. hadn't had scenes together. No. Yeah. But we, we did speak about this, that mm. they would have yeah. spoken or crossed paths at some point. Mm. They would have known each other, yeah. Yeah. And there was a behind-the-scenes with Kate Kelty where she revealed that Michelle has a baby boy called Joe named after the late Joe Scully. Yeah. No longer with us off camera. Interesting. So I, I, I enjoyed that they armed her with that backstory. Yeah, I like that. Did I wonder why Joe Scully got killed off. <laughs> Some mysteries <laughs> yeah. that are lost to soap. Very strange. But did they tell you, Geordie, did they give you a little paragraph or did they just write, yeah, what did they run yeah, you they through? Did. Um, it was that uh, really humbled me in the beginning. So the 10 years had passed since Summer has been seen on <laughs> on Neighbours. So that was humble, humbling to begin with. Um, but, yeah, that she was now a successful broadcaster Ooh. living in Sydney. Uh, is still friends with Tash and Andrew, who are apparently still together. Amazing. Um, are, you, are you a bit salty about that, though? <laughs> I think not salty, but I do think that Summer and Andrew are probably a better fit. It is, but it was like high school boyfriend stuff. Yeah. So it's a bit like, come on. But yeah, I mean, not, to I think dis, not to diss anyone that, I mean, no, that married sorry. their high school. Oh, did you marry your no, high not, school sweetheart? Oh. Technically. I get confused because... I went to school with CJ's husband, oh. but they didn't get together till a few years into their twenties. Right. So, but in my head, he's your high school boyfriend. <laughs> we, yes, we didn't meet then. Right. But, but we went to the same school. Yeah. So you know, yeah. you're not far off. But anyway. Um, yeah. So that was the the little sort of update that I got of of Summer's life. That mm. she's yeah now in Sydney. She had returned from Paris and oh, yes, Paris. Yeah, she went to she Paris. She got the um Carrie Bradshaw exit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she's now in Sydney. The Paris of Australia. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the media hub of, a, of Australia. What CJ's How dare you? <laughs> what Collins Street? The Melbourne <laughs> is the everything of Australia. <laughs> um, I wanted to know, did you have in your mind any other backstory? Did you add in any other parts? Catch up with Boyd. <laughs> yeah, maybe Boyd. Uh, I like to think that she's still in touch with Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph needs... Some friends, I think. Yeah, she does. She she has a she's a, had a, she an ordeal. It's a rough, rough, um, rough trot, yeah. Steph. I still think her and Tash would be besties, mm. and I still think that. Yeah, I, I, I love not to bring too many. I won't bring any more of CJ's personal life up, but it's nice <laughs> when when women have a fella in common. Mm. Sometimes you can re- you can re- bond in the in what you know in these pros and cons of, a, mm. of an individual yeah. that you might be able to connect yeah. about. But I think Summer was genuinely happy for Tash and Andrew because the last scene that we shot, I've someone sent it to me the other day on Instagram and Summer says, I want to hear that you and Andrew are working. I, yeah. I think genuinely Summer was not 
jealous or anything. She was – she I had was, moved on. And I was just doing some perfect blending on the way and wasn't there an older chap that Summer mm. fell in love with? So that was like my exit storyline is Bradley mouth. Fox, yeah, who was played by Aaron Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my lovely. God. He's a giant. Yeah, he was – yeah. <laughs> I had to stand on like three or four boxes – for us to shoot because I'm like five foot two. He's like a McLeod's daughter's love interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, and, so, and he was, I think, sorry, I'm now I'm on a, he was like the strong man on Franny Fisher. He was like a circus uh, strong man. This is sort of a giant. Yeah, he's <laughs> huge. he was huge. <laughs> Lovely, but huge. <laughs> so that was my exit storyline is that Summer fell in love with, I think he was the editor. I think he came in as the mm. editor. And then they sort of developed this relationship and Summer felt like he really got her and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that she was – he saw her for who she really was, this mature, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then he ended up ditching her. Can I just – yeah. Fast forward eight years later, Summer's leading the Me Too movement with a story about him in the paper. (laughs) Like just a, a, a headline column. Yeah, totally. Totally. About my editor seduced me. Yeah. 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 The ultimate cliche yeah. of like your boss. Yeah. Speaking of boss, your CJ's favourite character slash fantasy husband, Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson. Mm. Yeah. Stefan, scene partner. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely like legend of a man. He's so great. He's so um, generous to the younger actors. Um, yeah. Just a legend. Although I'm as, yeah, I love that, but also I also need him to be evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's cheeky. Yeah. But he's yeah, great. The um He's not the diva that he could be as no, Paul Robinson. No. I went to London to go to the um tour in London. Wow. I know, yeah, it's intensive That's me to a do. Commitment. It, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of an off the cuff. She, she was in a phase of life at that point. She was oh, yeah. a bit carefree. Yeah, I needed to I needed to yeah. Get on a plane. Um, and I, I walked up to him and like seriously like all of the other actors who are all amazing, they just evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just you and him in the room together. And he said, he asked me about my perfume. Uh, look, no point in me telling the listeners because I've said this, sorry, 80 times. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, but, and I was just like, I would just hold on to that forever. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, he was really lovely yeah. and he was, he didn't make me feel like an idiot at all no generous as you no say. and i think that's the same goes for jackie and alan oh, Fletch, jackie, is oh that God. they they love bonding with the fans yeah. of the show yeah. and i don't think anybody would ever be made to feel silly with those three and uh, and with ryan as well yeah. although i must say jackie said so how long have you lived here? And I said, oh, no, I came for this. And she just looked at me like, sorry, what? what? <laughs> I think, yeah, CJ helped her question <laughs> if she was going to judge people. That, that was the day that it started. <laughs> but, the, but then they stopped and recorded a little video for uh, Bayer and Kate. Yeah. That's nice. But also, the, being on that show for as long as they have, like there are, there are two ways you can look at it. Like, oh, my God, why are they still on that show? Like, But also, where else are they going to be able to – be as beloved mm. as main characters on a on a job that runs all year. Well, mm. for it was, and now it's back again. And then get to do high drama, and they get to mm. do silly things, and yeah, ceramic I mean, pig stuff, and yeah, yeah. You get to you get to a point if you've worked on a show for long enough that you will always be that mm. character mm. to an Australian audience, and and as well, like there's only Home and Away 
is mm. the other option if you are going to be a full-time actor yeah. in this country. So, yeah. I mean, they love the crew. They get along so well. Why wouldn't they yeah. stay, mm. you know? And mm. they can – it's just like breathing to them. They can just turn on those characters. Mm. Yeah. Do, was it easy to jump back into summer? Yeah. The headspace of summer? It was. Because <laughs> I was a bit nervous because it's been so long since – I think the last thing I worked on was a short film in America. Mm-hmm. Um, acting – I've like I've done a few bits and bobs here, but like proper drama mm. acting, the last thing was in America. So it's been a long time wow. and I was nervous. But it was really easy to – to jump back in. I think because I interview people for a living yes. now and that's what Summer was doing on the show, yeah. it was probably a little bit easier. Um, but, yeah, it really was just like slipping back into, you know, where I was 10, 11 yeah. years ago. It was crazy. Yeah, and it was happened to be the school. Yeah. And Summer, as you're saying, is doing the same job that she was. Yeah. And I love – she's so earnest mm. and serious. Yeah. About the podcast. The serious issue. Yeah. And, and I said, I posted on Instagram, I was like, of course she jumped on a plane yeah. from Sydney at the drop of a hat to go and save Erinsborough. Yeah, like, she could do that in back Would in, not uh, expect anything less. She could be down and back in a day and still stay for drinks at the tram. Like yep. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Scully's like, we're all going to go have drinks at yes. Dr. Carl's <laughs> tram restaurant. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Totally. We'll get onto the vibe of this podcast. I'm very, I'm, I'm really into it. So then she had Marty Muggleton. Did, could have done without his interview, but that's fine. Mm. And um, Melissa Jarrett, who I didn't, I wasn't aware of, who mm. was on. But gosh, um, I don't know about her her content where she was like, "Yeah, I have a big history with Erinsborough High. Two of the students that I, were, I was friends with died. <laughs> yep, yeah. but the school should still live on. <laughs> yeah, because I met my husband there. But and I think she said that they both died by gun. Oh no, one they, of them was, they both died in tragic circumstances. Yeah, one of them was something. Cody. That was a big. Aaron's for a death. And then for some reason, Summer's like, yeah, I think I've heard of them. And I'm like, yes. What? That's the bit. Okay. That's the bit where I was like, okay, Summer, you got to. I mean, this is the problem when the producers bring guests on you and you haven't had a chance to be briefed. Yeah. Mm. You, if you had. But that was probably Summer inside going, if I had been briefed, I would yeah. be able to do <laughs> the an. The producer's ex- going to cop this. Yeah, I would have yeah. been able to do an expose on gun death, gun yeah. violence. And yeah. Although I must say, like, if there was a murder at your – like, if, if these kind of things happened at your school, yeah. like, you'd know, right? Well, Maybe. it didn't happen at the school. But she should have – look, at the very least, she should have done a 10-part series on the chemical terrorism that Millsy had oh un- unleashed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, that's the best. In fact, she, they should have – okay, they should have had Summer go, now, you will all be familiar with my 10-part <laughs> expose on, on, on Finn, Finn Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> We are back at the scene of the crimes. <laughs> um, and we also had, oh, we didn't, she wasn't on air yet. We, we, she may have been on air, but uh, Krista Vendi. Yeah, I wish I got to work with her. I didn't even know because I only got the scripts for the two episodes mm. that I was on. I had no idea that she was even on there. And she was one of my favourites when I used to watch back in the day. Oh. So I was like, oh, I would have loved to work with her. She has aged perfectly into that English teacher, that beautiful English teacher mm. that you all wanted. She's and just yeah. stunning. Like, not that it's all about looks, but she's stunning. Just poised. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was fun. I didn't know I'd get a kick out of seeing her, but I did. And, and I think one of the things that really brought up, we talked a lot on this podcast about how a high school provides storylines for days. Yeah. Whereas we're not sure about the retirement village. <laughs> And what that might give us. Mm. Um, Where they're going is interesting. But anyway, having all these characters pop up and have these little story reminders of like what a school gives neighbours is 
you know, the English teacher, Brett's trip to Africa. The affairs that they <laughs> oh have God. with yeah. said English teachers. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. the affairs yeah. give, give me life because they are so taboo. The biggest one that I remember was um, Caitlin Stacey's one with oh, Angus. Yeah. Yes. yes. I just remember on. the one that Libby had. Oh, oh yeah. With Taj. Taj, yes. <laughs> Taj. It is often the women that they give these storylines mm. to. I don't know. I don't know if they think it'll be take the edge off a bit if they make. Maybe it does take the edge off. Then they had Finn and Kelly trying to get on a plane with Xanthi, and that was yeah, oh gosh. something else. Yeah, but that was more. It was blurrier mm. because that was yeah. Look, anything that Finn and Kelly did was the best. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could watch that as much. I think the the female teacher. It's. Mm. I don't know, it's more shocking, isn't it? Maybe. And I think, I think yeah. with Caitlin Stacey's one, I think they tried to do it a bit like Pretty Little Lies, Pretty, mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars, where they met first out of school and were attracted to each other and then yeah. suddenly he shows up as her teacher. Yeah. I think they tried to do it along those lines so it was less dodgy but still dodgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other person we have to mention is Richie, Mackenzie's ex. Yes. Came and got dragged yeah, that was by funny, security yeah. by his ankles. I would like to start an online petition yeah. for Richie and Mackenzie to get back together. <laughs> no, no, no. You know who what we have to do? We have to get the Nabens to start an online petition. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> someone That's with, who. Someone with influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love. I would love him for Mackenzie after Haz's performance lately. No, I've talked about the broadcast setup of Rise FM. So, okay, yeah. I think if it is a commercial network or a community network and they're letting someone do hard-hitting journalism about protests, good, good mm. on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was like the TV breakfast show but on radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And definitely there'd be a pod, like podcast yeah. element. But like I felt like it was, you know, Oprah-esque. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> but like, maybe but the, journalists, but like, yeah. you know, like sitting down and getting really media. Or maybe like it. The Circle when it yeah. was like Chrissy yeah. Swan, yeah. Denise, Denise Drysdale and all them. Yeah. yeah. Um, or actually um, Natasha Belling. When mm. she did that Ten Speaks podcast, yes, I thought. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, because I think it was a bit of confusion, like, oh, why is a podcast going live? But I feel like it was more tied to the sh- the radio show. Yeah, and radio shows do this, yeah. you know, it's part and parcel of radio yes. shows now. Yeah. Is they bundle it all up and they release it as a podcast mm. after yep. it's aired. And, so. then, and then they win awards and the, mm-hmm. the little guy doesn't stand a chance anymore. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they have separate categories, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I did an, a live OB 15 years ago. I was looking through my photos because I interviewed Dean Geyer, Neighbours Alarm. Oh, my God. It was like Chadston 24-hour shopping event and I was on a couch with just a microphone and headphones. And um, But now... Summer's got the radio Madonna mic with the mm. headphones attached. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. She's got serious stuff to talk about. She yeah. can't yeah. be held down by wires. She's a hard-hitting <laughs> journalist. Um, but then it turns and then I think Nicolette or someone turned on Summer or was it Wendy when the protesters started moving inside the school. Oh, uh, yeah. So Summer said, you know, uh, this is really heating up or something. <laughs> and the best comment that I saw on uh, Neighbours Instagram was – from some, and she needs full credit for this because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hysterical. She said, I don't think Summer's been to many protests if she thinks this is off the rails. <laughs> and I was like, that is 100% accurate. Particularly with the like Free Palestine protests that are going yeah, on at the moment, like which are uh, by largely quite peaceful locally. And she's, but not nah, Erinsborough High. Oh, this is off the, off the rails, they're, guys. They're trespassing on yeah. private property. Yeah. I just love that there was police there like from the get-go and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is just like Summer's 
conference because she's got a pull up banner. <laughs> 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 like, but there was there was at least two police from the get go there yeah yeah and definitely Teresa's henchmen as they were calling them the private mm. security firm yeah which, how would you how do you feel about Teresa having private security on tap um firstly this week i discovered that um Therese has a tesla and yes. i oh, does she i'm living for that yeah <laughs> um i love car choices on neighbors or any tv show because it's such a character element yeah but it's so on spec that she would have been like divorce paul Tesla. Yeah. Tesla. Power Road Investments. Yeah. Tesla, yeah. Yeah, it's like me where I'm like, I'm going to sell my house and buy a handbag. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Therese, firstly, they were out to that straight away. They were the, – her henchmen were there. Like why would they be at a site yeah. that she'd just like signed a contract for? And the school was still open at this point, wasn't it? Like had yeah. it shut at but this point? Yeah. Rich people spend their money on th- – like so back in my commercial radio days, we had security – we had set up an event for a live broadcast the next day and they put up an inflatable Nova Boy, the, the radio mascot. They had an inflatable Nova Boy, well, I don't know, 10 metres tall thing and they hired security overnight to just stand in front of the inflatable mascot. Yeah. Pe- when people have money – they spend it on things mm, like that. And she's true. got probably got a ring doorbell on Aaronsboro High and she's got those henchmen watching it yeah. all day. Yeah. And they were there. I look, you know what? I've been talking about like what is this gonna give us, this mm. this retirement mm. village. But you know Harold's what? gonna live there apparently, isn't he? Well <sighs> I don't know. I'm look, I'm worried about how much weight is being put on this old man's shoulders. Mm. I know what it gave us now. Mm. Summer. Yes. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> and Richie getting hauled off by the ankles. Mm. That was giving people joy. But also um, Jane and Susan only learn about the protest on the day, mm. which I don't know how effective a protest is if it's secret. You want people mm. to know about it. But she turned off Facebook, I think is what happened. Oh, she's deleted the app only yeah. on the weekends or something. Yeah. yeah. So they turn up on the day and I think they kind of just put their feet up, Susan and Jane. They just were in the office checking things mm. out but not getting involved really yeah and i mean i've been made redundant from a job and like i felt for susan so much that she had to go back to like <laughs> if i had to go back to a place that i've been made redundant from i'd be so <laughs> salty um, yeah. on your day off as well on the weekend yeah. so then Tony and Teresa are called in and I will I've been really hard on Tony lately, but I will give him props for standing by his lady while she's all anti education. And <laughs> no, children do not need need a place to learn. <laughs> Old people need a place to have massages. <laughs> and Tony's like, Yeah, babe, I'm with you. My daughter goes here. I haven't even discussed schooling. Screw it. I haven't discussed schooling for her in the new year. Where's she gonna go? Tony doesn't care. <laughs> Tony What's the suburb across from Erinsborough that Eden Hills. Eden Hills. Eden, Eden Hills. Hills. What? That's a private school. She oh. could, they could afford it. Tesla. Definitely. I mean, Therese is going to have yeah. to pay for it, but she stole the school. So, I mean, that seems legit. <laughs> That's on her. It's your fault, Therese. You've got to pay for Eden Hills fees yeah. if you're going to remove mm-hmm. the state school. We keep bagging out Toadie for his parenting choices lately. Um, but maybe he's all right. Like, he he found a way to get his kids an education. Yeah. He <laughs> married the, the big bucks. I could not believe yeah. I was in the green room when – and Rebecca told me <gasps> about that. She was like, oh, you should hear who I'm married to now. And she was like, Tony. I was like, what? Like, yeah. shocked. <laughs> it is a shock. It, it, she seems to be really enjoying it. 
Was she having yeah, fun with it? Yeah, they have a lot of fun, mm. I think. And the the crew as well were like, it works. I don't know whether everyone agrees with that, but uh, there's, a, there's a consensus on set among the crew that it's working. Comedically, like they've got a good chemistry, but to me I just can't compute it. I can't compute them as a couple. Mm. I think it, it's – but I think also mainly because of the time frame. I think if they'd sped up five years instead of two years – I mean, we all know where – What's going to happen, yes. don't we? Like, yeah. it's... Because if, it, <laughs> if it had turned up as all the couples were all still together in the way that we knew them, mm. where? Well, it wouldn't have yeah. been interesting. Yeah. I can I can bag it out as much as I want, but, like, we talk about it every podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, when they say if it's work, like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And it is interesting, the dynamics of her having to put the kids in front of her own wishes and going, all right, let's... So Mel injures herself. Mel gets knocked out by one of the security guards, falls down the stairs. That was harrowing to watch, that was injury. That was intense. Awful. And we are reminded that late in Last Neighbours that Mel was diagnosed with osteoporosis. Well, yes, I forgot. Yes, I thank them for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten too. But, so, but you know, you don't want to be throwing anyone down the stairs, no, but no. let alone somebody with osteoporosis. Yes. Weak bones. She had a head injury. She was bleeding from the head mm-hmm. and... She had had to have a shoulder reconstruction. Yeah. At one point, there was a code blue, and oh my God, which is, Kate's not here. Her husband works at a hospital. She, I know all the codes from, but that's okay. We, the code blue was intense. Yeah. Um, and a moment that I loved seeing in these scenes was um, Dr. Ma getting to shine in her place of work yeah. as a doctor because we've seen her a lot lately having a lot of emotions as a mother, as a spouse, but now we get to see her at work and she is just no nonsense, beautiful bedside manner with mm. the patients, get out of her way. I, I loved seeing that. Carl's nowhere to be seen, everyone's safe, yeah. there's no power tools. It's Car- wonderful. Carl's on leave. <laughs> He comes in right at the critical moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, run on top of it. Oh my god! But so, Therese and Toadie and Susan and Annie, no, Jane, 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 are at the hospital together. And it's just like what a combo to be waiting uh, for you to come out of surgery. Yeah. You know, I'm really glad in that moment that they acknowledged that Mel had no one because mm. it was a weird collection of people mm. and for someone to – I think it was Nelly pointed out she doesn't have anyone. Mm. She's living in that shithole house <laughs> on the, <laughs> in that outer suburb. Nelly's so, like, privileged. She's like, no, we can't let her go back to the outer suburbs. Oh. She's there. definitely not going to Eden Hills. <laughs> no. Yeah, they acknowledge, look, she doesn't have anyone. She's got you lot. <laughs> someone here has to look after her. Poor little Nellie. She's taking on so much. She is. And yeah. thankfully, Tarage and Toadie were like, hey, we can't let this kid look after this mm. adult woman. We have to go and find someone who will look after any blow-in and that is Carl and Susan. Yes. Now, Summer's had, Summer's had a few stints at the Kennedys. Yeah, so when Lynn left, she stayed and moved in with Carl and Susan. Because was, was Max back on the rigs? That, I don't know. Who knows where Max is these it's just days? Just always on an oil rig. Yeah. Doesn't he, he live in Fiji? On or off oil rigs? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So she moved in with Carl and Susan and and stayed with them till she left. But they've just got I don't know how many bedrooms are in that house. There must be a decent amount because it seems like a lot of people living in there. When they put up the real house, Kate and I did a little real estate tour mm. the, when they put it up for sale, and it did help me 
feel like it was achievable, the amount really? of rooms. Because there was a few little, like a little study and a, yeah. a few little rooms. Like I reckon some may not have had the biggest room in that house. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to put a little desk yeah, and a single, single bed. Yeah. I don't know about when they have small children, when they have like Ellie and her daughter and extra people. I don't know how they have small children in that house, but. You know, there's enough for adults. Yeah, but every house on Ramsey Street is kind of like collapsible. Additional yeah. rooms just get built, yeah, on, built on when when we yeah. when we when we've got the budget for more cast. <laughs> um. So there, Teresa is like, "Can you take her in? Because I have got guilt." And Teresa is having a crisis of conscience because her big conglomerate is now causing actual injury to her friends. And, and also she's putting a lot of weight on her friendship with Susan. She's like, oh, Susan and Jane hate me. I'm like, you don't normally care. Mm. <laughs> Other people hate you, but okay. You want your friends to like you. And so that's the first plan she has. And Toadie goes to tell Melanie, okay, the Kennedys are going to take you, I guess. <laughs> My other favourite moment was when Therese parks up at the front of Jane's house in a deck chair. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> With beautiful Sammy just going, Teresa's still outside. <laughs> As they're decorating the Christmas tree with their funny little ornaments with their photos. Oh, my God, what a bauble what? moment. Jim Bauble. Geordie, have you seen the Jim Robinson bauble? He he does the rounds on socials every Christmas. Oh, no, I haven't seen so that. So it was when Paul Robinson hallucinated seeing his dad in the Christmas bauble. Oh, my God, I do remember that. Talking to him. And so ever since then, all the fans, CJ, got me and Kate lovely baubles with Jim Jim Robinson in them. Oh my God. But all the fans have made Jim ornaments, Jim baubles. <laughs> and I'm going to get mine out when I put the tree up. And now Mike, Jane and Sammy all have their faces yeah. in ornaments. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to get all the whole set. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to get a Guy Pierce bauble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Look, there's worse things that could be on to, your Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. There's one way to get them in your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then what's CJ, what's the proposal that Therese has? That they're going to do like... They're going to do a school in an aged care facility but like share. They're going to duplex it basically. Mm. They're going to be together on the land, the school and Irene Rising. Nothing will go wrong. Nothing. Okay. It's going to be a good opportunity for the students to learn. I, I love how nobody's caring about how this maybe wouldn't be the most restful environment for <laughs> For the elderly. Yeah. Like can you imagine being like I've done my time, I've raised my kids mm. – I've raised then, you know, my grandkids and it's time for me to relax. Mm. And now I'm at a high school. Oh. Oh, no. I love, I'm going to kind of love that. Put Hillary in there. She'll be upset with everything. Oh goes God. down. And then, like, Finn Kelly's going to show up and gas the place. Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Krista, the sister, the conspiracy theory is that she's related to the Kellys somehow. Oh, I saw yeah. that. Mm. So maybe she'll have, like, an evil stint. I would enjoy Is her Finn Kelly... Evil. Dead? Yeah, he's dead. But what are we that? sure about that? But what does that but mean? He came back in the um in the finale. Like oh, yeah, he was a ghost. ghost. He was oh, a ghost. he was a ghost. So okay, yeah. And I mean, D came back. Anyone yeah, can come anyone back. Anyone can come yeah. back. Like he went, his body went into the ground. But yeah. but he could have an evil twin. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Ash and Val, and we were like, oh my god, how great would it be to all go back together? And then we were like, oh no, Ash is dead. But then we were like, actually, that doesn't mean anything. She could rise from the. Ashes. Yeah. Was she again? Kate Ramsey. Oh my oh, God. Kate yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Ashes, Ashes. Yeah. Well, well, we know the whole conspiracy of there was no blood. But yeah. but again, but evil twins. And she's done a stint on Bolt, mm-hmm. so she knows like anything. Oh goes, yeah. Anything, anything is goes. possible. Oh no, I think anyone can come back. And I think that 
I feel like that's the vibe of new neighbours as well. Like they can toss out some maybe some things that were uncomfortable storyline-wise mm. and just be like, well, we'll just forget that. I also love that you can come back as a lookalike. Yeah. Like you can come back as someone who just really looks like Sonia or someone, you know, someone who really looks like Finn and <laughs> I just would, freaks someone out. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, my God, imagine if Finn came back and just like was like haunting Susan but like I'm just a was guy, real. I'm just an accountant called Barry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Susan's been talking about having a different career. Yeah, what do we think she's going to do? I'd like her to like podcast. <laughs> Susan. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe someone could have like brought her up. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a podcasting studio for a while at the Backpackers. Yeah. So maybe she could have planted the seed. Um, is the Backpackers, the, is that the men's shed? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's become a few things. I love how they, like what was that when I was there? So there was like the men's shed, well, Charlie's, well, is now the watering hole. Well, there was Pirate Net. I think yeah. whatever shed-like thing is where they put alternative accommodations or media. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was what set was fun to shoot in in your time? I really loved Aaronsborough News. That what, was really fun. What set did they use for that? Or what did that So that as? was um, – the police station. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, what is now the police station Ooh. was. Oh, no. Hold on. Because the police station. You know what it was? It was when they had, you know, this is like way, way back when they had the vet. Oh. <laughs> that was where Erinsborough News was. I love a vet. Yeah. Because you know, there's, you know, the animals of Erinsborough. Mm. T- Trevor needs a vet. I'll tell you that for free. Trevor needs an intervention. <laughs> Trevor needs a wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Groom. Do we need a dog just groomer? A groom in general. Street. Yeah, maybe he could be in the cafe if he had a wash and the hair mm. wasn't coming out. Actually, a dog groomer is a very good hot person occupation if they want some new spunk to come into town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog groomer. Yeah, that would be a yeah. good one. So now we have Mel's care set up. We have the Rodwells are in a bit of a pickle as well. Wendy is still harbouring some resentment that Sarge tried to get someone else pregnant as a benevolent gesture when they were in their <laughs> infancy of parenthood. I haven't had that... <laughs> I haven't had a huge amount of feelings. So, Kate, our other podcast host, is really upset about that storyline. Mm-hmm. Angered. Yeah. Angered, yeah. Um, and I haven't had as many feelings. But this week when I was like well, – I just suddenly felt Wendy and when she was like, I'm going to keep a secret. Mm. I'm going to do a protest. <laughs> That'll get him. It was a, it's an interesting lateral move. That she's like. It was, yeah. And I don't know if, how much someone knew about Sadie's time at – the school, yeah, um, but she burnt it down yeah. and killed Hendrix. <laughs> well, to be fair, oh yeah, she did kill him. To Hendrix. be fair, it was her best mate that was the ringleader, mm-hmm. and she was bullied by her mate to go along with burning down the school. Okay, yeah, <laughs> um, easily twists twist into burning down a school. Peer yeah. pressure is real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so it was interesting that her mum Wendy was like, "I, I will." Take control of saving the school. But I did believe Sadie when she said they saved me when I had no one and I'm going to save it back. That was so Yeah, cute. that was sweet, that moment. Okay, so Wendy takes herself into the cop shop and when Nicolette is being arrested for starting a protest, wow, mm. that turned violent and then Nicolette's like, oh, I'm back in town one day and I'm already being arrested, which I loved. Yeah. And Wendy comes in and says, no, I was at fault to arrest me, husband, arrest me and I don't know why she was rolling with it, but it was I was felt it. And then um, he says, no, he he's not going to arrest her. And mm. then he... Maybe that's how the Erinsborough police did things previously. But yeah. on, in my station, we don't arrest our wives. <laughs> no, we leave that to someone else. Um, but she, she's animate 
no, you're going to arrest me. And then when she, when they do start taking her off, she's like, get your hands off Oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, arrest me, don't touch me. <laughs> but she, Wendy and Susan, they both need a journey. They're both on the hunt for some kind of journey and they haven't found it yet. I really, 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 really want Wendy to either do – I want her, like, a cult or something. Like, I really Ooh. want her, like – MLM, into, MLM. Yeah. Oh, yes, MLM. Yes. yes. But, like, intense. Which one do you reckon she'd get into? Arbonne? <laughs> maybe. I don't know if it's it's wacky enough. The oils. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's got, yeah she's maybe got, some doTERRA energy. Or, you know, she's got there. a craft table. Wasn't there, like, a stamps, like a stampin' up or something? She could do, like, the – yeah, in the organizer yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Organization. She could come in. And Tupperware. There was Tupperware in the day, but Tupperware's very still. It's got a mainstream yeah. cred about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's not wacky enough. Yeah, yeah. I need her to get like super involved, but also like I want her to be, remember when they had the jewelry one, um, Gazcan, yeah. um, Fifi box. Yes. Yeah, something like maybe like that that isn't related to one we know. And because they're all hinging on you have to recruit your friends and family mm. so yeah. the whole street has to get embroiled. Maybe her and Susan can. Yes. Because Susan, she's looking for a journey. Maybe she can be the underling yeah. of Wendy. Yeah. I would love to see that so much. And <laughs> she, her just she's on the down it. line. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they do the, the, the LuLaRoe if it's wacky leggings. Oh. Like. Yeah. Bizarre print. That would be lovely. The costume department could have fun there. Weird ones that like have a yeah. skull on the crotch yeah. or something, mm. yeah. Um, okay. And so Nicolette, she had some bonding moments with Chloe this week, spots Chloe in the hospital mm. and is like, I'm seeing through your little facade about how everything's great in Sydney. What's going on? And so I guess there's some foreshadowing of her Huntington's playing up or worsening. Mm. I don't oh, know. does she have Huntington? Yes. Yeah. It's rough. Oh, God. So yeah. I don't know how they're going to do this with Chloe only being a guest spot and is it going to worsen off camera? And, and Ellie, is Ellie going to be up to it to look after her? I can't imagine so. <laughs> but uh, look, outsourcing, we, we started the episode mentioning outsourcing. Yeah. She, they can get help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ellie's got access to billions of dollars, let's not forget. Oh, yeah, true. Does she? Yeah, because her, the baby daddy is from like Swiss billions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fink Ellie's non-evil brother. Ske- he like skied a lot. And the mum, that matriarch's in prison mm. for being bad. I can't even no, remember what she did. Why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think she'd, she'd have access. Mm. Yeah. Why is she? Imp- I'll look that up later. Yeah. I can't remember, but she was bad. Yeah, she was yeah. bad. Um, oh, the other thing that I wanted to point out from this week, I can't remember anything else, but Dr. Naka, David, um, has some pride. He is no longer a doctor because of medical medical manslaughter. And he, um, Handy Mum, keeps saying, oh, another doctor on the street. We're going to be a doctor friends fam. And he's like, I've got to tell her I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and he has this like <laughs> awkward conversation with her where he's like, just want to tell you I'm not a doctor anymore. And she was just played it so beautifully like, okay. No problem. Like, yeah. and then drops, um, see you around like a wristle. <laughs> oh, bless. It's beautiful. Um, yep, you've got some stuff. That's fine. Don't yeah, worry about it. She's an excellent character. Yeah. I really enjoy her. Did you watch the whole week, Jordan? Or did you just- I floated in and out on Wednesday and Thursday, but I did watch Monday, Tuesday, mm. and I saw the new girl, Krista. Yes. Um, struggling with her withdrawal. addiction yeah, and withdrawals. withdrawal and David coming in to save the day. Yeah, in Lassiter's. Yeah. 
I was reading an interview with you where you where someone had asked, "What do you think Summer might be doing now?" And you you said something like, "Maybe she'd come back and run Lassiter's." And I feel like, thank God she's not. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You know, that's a garbage fire. You don't want to be part of. <laughs> Go back to journalism. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, I think she definitely. Um, I think she should start up Erinsborough News again. I think that would be awesome. I think, or at least a digital arm, Erinsborough mm. Digital, yeah, or something. Because you could do that from anywhere. You could still beam in from Sydney. Yeah. Um, we do at this point, well, Geordie knows this because Summer, Summer helped yes. uh, put together our new intro. So it is, it is that time. I'll let Summer introduce. Citizen or citizen of the week. We nominate someone who has stood out for either one way or the other way, a character. I'm going to go with a double whammy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't and oh, We don't normally do that, but okay. Sure, I'll allow it. Special occasion. Because she's three-dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, she's a citizen. She's a citizen. Therese Willis. Oh, okay. This week. Just throwing people down staircases by proxy. (laughs) Um, But then finding them homes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you take a flight and then you offset your 2% carbon emission by planting some trees. I'm not really sure that money's going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Do you use that app that plants trees if you don't look at your phone? No. What? No. It's like Forest. I think it's called Forest. I'm and look you, up. Yeah, you, it's like a Pomodoro timer, but you you turn it on and then you do twenty minutes of work and then it plants trees. And I think they're real trees. Can you share it? Can you then share it on social media just to let everyone know how good you are? <laughs> to grandstand. What's the point? If a tree's planted in your name and you don't post about it. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. (laughs) It's like Elf on the Shelf. If you don't post about it every day, it doesn't happen. I am so with you on that. Oh, my God. Geordie has made an excellent look it up. (laughs) What is it? A TikTok about not doing Elf on the Shelf or not making the content. I just said, like, I'm going to trust that whoever needs to see this will see this, but nobody needs to see what the fuck your elf – oh, sorry, can I swear on this? Of course, 100%. No one needs to see what the fuck your elf gets up to (laughs) for the 25 days of December this year. But it actually – I actually did receive some um, backlash about that, that I was miserable and that I'm too lazy to spread joy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know, I know. (sighs) TikTok, TikTok people, like the people that exist on TikTok are just different to people yeah. that exist yeah. on Instagram. It's a different – anyway, we're, we're trailing but, off there. But, but you know that um, you should send them to me because we don't even do the other thing, the main the main event of Christmas. We don't do the guy. The, whereas my oh, son, really? My son calls him Christmas man. Christmas um, man. That's not our vibe. We're just going to – it's just all – And gonna, that's – And it's a tradition for other families. It's not going to be a tradition in our families. He's, but he's still like, let's count down presents, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But um, – So do you yeah. give him presents he just doesn't get – From um, other figures that give presents in other households. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he he's just like still, yeah, presents, awesome. Other households have their own traditions. Yep. And other, which they do, you know, there's yeah. other, other religions and there's other beliefs mm. and, um, yeah, there's other traditions. So, yeah, and there was, um, we had a visit, Santa turned up to daycare party yesterday and he was excited to have his present and... We had a party for my son's school people and we just had elves come. So, like... Mm. I love that. The, there's other elf, there's other characters yeah. that arrive to spread well, My daughter's kinder <laughs> isn't doing anything Christmas mm. at oh, all. Interesting, interesting. They've got an ice cream man coming. I mean, excuse me. I think that's, that's you know. Yeah. That trumps all. Yeah. Eric the ice cream man apparently <laughs> is coming to their kinder and yeah. they're all getting ice cream okay, on the well, last day of kinder instead of singing Silent Night. Was, yeah. Well, I'm going from no tradition to having that as my tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
Um, okay, I ha- this is me putting off because I can't think of a citizen or citizen. Jordi, if you have one and you want to jump in. Oh, I have to think of... No, that's... I'm not pandering. <laughs> <laughs> Summer did some good stuff this week, but I, it's a big... I have to... Serious. It's a serious... Although yeah, I, don't blow smoke up my ass <laughs> if you don't want to, Aya. No, no, no. I, but I think Summer... Summer's listening. She's so offended. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I got on a plane I for that shit. Flew shithole. down from Sydney, paid for my producer to come down. Actually, and didn't Summer, wasn't there a whole cheating scandal? Didn't yeah. Summer like, oh, that was so intense. Yeah, she, she had photos. She was writing on post-it notes, the quotes. Yeah. Frankenstein. was Frankenstein. Which, come on. Like, you still have to put them in, thread them into an essay. Like, yeah, and then she, she went to the toilet. Yes. And then somehow she went to the toilet and looked at the, her phone. Yeah. yeah. But then Michael. That's right. How did he know Michael that she knew. was looking at her phone, though, in the toilet? It's like you took a long time in the toilet, Summer. Like, well, I'm a lady. You know, give me some time. How did that? I Burying want... the headline. Why was Michael looking in the toilet? <laughs> yeah, that's like now that I think about it, I'm yeah. like, what happened? Fun fact, though, the blazer that I was wearing in this week's episodes was the actual blazer that I wore. <gasps> that is so cute. Yeah, didn't go up around no, my boobs. No, hell no. Um, Why would but it? Yeah. still fit my shoulders. So we're yeah. winning. We're, yeah, well, that's a point. You yeah. turned it into a shruggle arrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, the shruggle arrows. <laughs> blazer shruggle arrows. Yeah. Well, but that was exact, the exact same blazer that I wore. That is beautiful. It still had summer written on oh. it. That used to be – it used to be a cheating method was to write on your thighs mm. <laughs> and then go to the toilet reading. Yeah. But also it's like just being closer to your notes for a minute. Really? Yeah, it doesn't. You still have to put a no, whole yeah. essay together, mm. five hundred mm. word essay or whatever it is. You can't put that up your thigh. But I find it, it ridiculous that they're meant to memorize quotes, though. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I had them in the shower, but it's all right. but like the whole point is, you 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 write down three quotes and you're winning. You don't need forty five mm. of them. Because uh, I remember I had to sit there and write out the quotes myself, and they did like a time. Oh. They love a montage. Yes. And I, I like I had to write them, and they shot me doing yeah. all the writing and taking photos of them all, and yeah, I love it. That's perfect. I love, but I felt the pressure of, and then she, she had to didn't one of them got injured and forget that he saw the phone? Yeah. He so got, Michael yeah. and someone actually said that they wished that Michael Williams came back mm. because he was the principal. But yeah, he was unwell. I reckon he tried to come back, and someone's like, "I'm not having him on. I don't want to talk about that." That asshole. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that situation. I had to repeat Year Twelve, well, but half of Year Twelve because of that guy. <laughs> what was wrong with him? He was sick. He was unwell with something, and he was like passing out as he was like reading her phone, and He's then he collapsed. Or something. And yeah, yeah. He she got had like to call the ambulance. Yeah, he got Aaron's higher amnesia. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because she went in to see him, and he didn't yeah. remember. And she was and like, like, "Great, I got away with this." <sighs> but because the, the, the clincher was that someone didn't need it. Mm. No, she, she, she knew. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, she's listening. Going, no, I don't. I don't need your pity, citizen. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going to do citizen of the week to um, Dr. Ma to Remy. She, I loved seeing her in her element. A crisis. She's doing her job to the best of her abilities, no matter of what other nonsense going on is going on back home. And uh, I like. I loved seeing it. Loved seeing her shine in that way. I think she's a brilliant actress. Oh. Yeah. As well. She's really poised and just, mm. yeah, I think she's a really great addition. And actually, CJ, you have watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I don't know if you have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So mm. the, the Grey's Anatomy of it, of rattling off the, the medical jargon whilst all the action was going on, like I felt it. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember which character, but someone said, Dr. Mars, a really good doctor. <laughs> and I believe them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jody, you have to give someone, citizen or citizen. 
And I don't care if you give it to Summer. You can pander to her. I don't mind. Um, no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Um, citizen of the week, I will say. Um, they never give citizens though. Our alumni guests, they never do citizens. Against the curve. You know, and this might I don't I don't know you but do the um the cop. Oh Sarge. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Just name. which part? Just his character. I'm just like not like Ar- arresting children protesting for an education. <laughs> yeah, but like and what he did to Wendy, I'm just like, you're you're a bit of a shit guy. Yeah. yeah. Who were you gonna before I influenced you, who were you gonna give citizen to? Just for my knowledge. Oh summer, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> She was afraid. Someone might come and get her if she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Sarge, I just, I think what he did to Wendy was really mm. shitty. Yeah. And I'm just like, she deserves better than that. Just let the people protest. Yeah. What, oh, there was a moment. And then to say, like, am I still copying it for that? Like, um, yeah, yeah. you are because you tried to have a child. Char- like, you lied about it for 18 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's not been swept under the rug just yeah. yet, mate. I think the bit that gets me the most is because they were having trouble having another child they were trying mm. they were trying to conceive i love that he was just for one minute was like nothing wrong with my jizz the audacity yeah <laughs> the male like yeah spread it around yeah i'll give it to this lady you know <laughs> and then the, she's the one that was the bad guy philippa yeah no mm. good philippa I'm like, excuse me yeah i mean she just wants to be a mum to be fair like she took it and then just gave it to other people <laughs> she wanted them to be mums Mums. I just yeah. want to see the scenes where she's like passing around the set. <laughs> what do you got? What do you need? Do you need yeah. Caucasian? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you? What do you want? Opens up her fridge. <laughs> got do, you, do you want tertiary degree? Do you want a, a trade? Yeah, I got this bloke from Werribee. <laughs> uh, Werribee stock. Oh, oh no! The, there was a standout moment for me when Richie was taking a group of school kids through and going, protesting's awesome, oh, yeah. kids. It is awesome. And fuck the police, yeah. ACAB. Protesting. Yeah. It's it's our voice. It should be heard. Get out mm. there. Yeah. <gasps> I, I, there was a mention that they needed a permit. Do you need a permit to protest at a local high school with I'm 50 people? I don't think so. Maybe it was because it, cause it was private property, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how quick that sale went through to Therese. Not mm. sure. That's just in contract though. So. Do you reckon Irene Rising is also her business name? Yeah, yeah. Ten, yeah. Prices, Proprietary yeah. Limited. <laughs> My only other question was like, how did you find podcasting? How did you get into podcasting? It's actually my husband oh. that got me into podcasting. So I had originally I had It's All Her, which was just the website and we had socials. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I like your previous name too, by the she way. She does this, yeah. yeah. Um, I love both. They're both great. Oh, thanks. And COVID hit and my husband was like, you need to start a podcast. Oh. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And my first Mother's Day, he bought me a microphone and a stand. And he oh. was like, you should do this and yeah amplifying women's voices mm, literally yeah what a guy yeah he's a good one that's great. he's a good one um so yeah that's how how it started and the podcast has now surpassed the website really excellent so excellent. i mean i feel like sometimes people's eyes glaze over when you say you've got a podcast because every man and their dog these days has a podcast but no i'm not a good one <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah, I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I love being able – I love being able to call the shots. I've been mm-hmm. in this industry, the acting world, since I was like 11 or 12 years of really? age and constantly 
trying to get the approval and, you know, have people say, yeah, you're good enough for a job. You can have a job. And Mm -hmm. for now me to be able to create an opportunity for myself Mm -hmm. is very empowering. Yeah. Yeah. And tell people stories. Yeah. Yeah. And just to be able to to call the shots, Mm. not be at the mercy of anybody else and, and you do all the other facets of it like the the social media which is yes. the bit that I always get exhausted by yeah and having ADHD it's hard to mm. sort of um stay on track with all that sort of stuff I do have some freelancers that work for me sometimes oh, and I'm toying with the idea of bringing someone on on a bit more of like a permanent part-time basis mm. but most of it is is me yeah it's fantastic yeah it's exciting it's all her just punch it in yeah punch it in yeah Oh, is there someone coming up that you haven't released an interview with yet that you're excited about? Or is there an interview people should go and jump into first? Um, well, obviously, being a Neighbours podcast, I'm going to suggest that you listen to Carla Bonner um, and Monique Gunaratne's episode. I also um, listened to your Maria... Is it oh, Maria Thetil. Yes, she's yes. been on the podcast twice. And funny story about her and I, we actually met at Neighbours Search for a Star competition at Fountain Gate when we were like 11 or 12. I didn't realise they did it Amazing. at Fountain Gate yeah, Shopping Centre. <laughs> and what did you have to do at that event? So, so that was Dolly's Search for a Star. Yes. So you yes. had to go buy Dolly and it had the monologue script and you had to record yourself it was in doing... The, it was in the magazine. Oh yeah, and you had God. to record yourself doing this monologue and send it to Jan Russ, the iconic Jan of Russ, course. who used to oh. cast Neighbours. And so they had... I bet she was incensed. She's like, oh, oh, yeah. we have to go through a magazine. Yeah. I could just oh, do this in my sleep. I know, I know. Um, and so they did – There's um, my daughter's up there <laughs> – record yourself doing this monologue. They had five or six male and female state finalists and then they did it at a shopping centre and we all got a feature in the magazine as well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so that was how I started auditioning oh. for Neighbours in the beginning. And is that the one that eventually uh, – was it the Lolly character they were casting? So I did oh. the second one, which – uh, Honey Lee ended up getting, oh, yeah. and Maritz, uh, Maurizio uh, ended up getting as well. It's all blurring into yeah. my head. I was aging out of Dolly Magazine at that point. Yeah, so my, I'm all RIP Dolly Magazine. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah, that's a loss. I mean, traditional all the media is just <sighs> bring it back. I know. Yeah, so she's coming in as Haz's sister, which well needed. Mm. He needs big sister oh, figure. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for her to just whip in. Yeah. I mean, whip and in she'll be shape. incredible. Can't wait. It's all her, Jordy. Thank you for chatting to us. We were already going to talk to you before Summer yeah, reappeared. I know. And I had to keep it a secret from you as well. <laughs> but we love surprises. I hate spoilers. <gasps> Do we, you? We, we okay. Want, I want to see oh, them unfold. I on love screen. them. So, yeah, CJ's in our spoilers group. Yeah. Well, I do know a few things. <gasps> okay, we're going to turn the mic off and plan right. them out. Get, bear, get out. We're very confidential <laughs> over here. Um, and also, Geordie underscore underscore Lucas is your Instagram. Yeah. Because go and see how someone pretends to have it all <laughs> and, and effectively <laughs> fool me into the fact that they do. I certainly um, do not. <laughs> and CJ, the hot mess mum. CJ, the hot mess mum on Instagram and TikTok. And. Neighbours Pod on Instagram. Yeah, that's CJ pulling the strings there. And I'm Vaya Vase on Instagram and Neighbours Council, our Facebook group. And we'll chat to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If it's already sold, what is the point of this protest? Is Susan going to knife someone?